Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down the things each week and make you see the thing. That's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. Hello. Hello, Hi. hello, party people. <laughs> Timothy. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for listening. I don't know why we're doing such a professional introduction this week. I'm really stepping it up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody. Hey, thanks. Just uh, just constantly saying thanks. Yeah. To the thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Look, we need this. <laughs> this not trying the to freak, only thing any, not trying to freak anybody out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all to get three to five replies on Twitter. This is what it's all about, baby. This is the <laughs> this dream. This is what we do it for. This is beautiful. That's why we play the game. Yeah. What? Uh, how's everybody doing? Bad. So far, if bad, yeah. It seems like <laughs> Kat's gone full Bolsonaro. Mode. I've She's gone got all sorts of tubes in her nose. <laughs> I've yeah. gone Bolsonaro mode. I've been sick on and off like all the last like three months i've been sick for like at least a week out of every month uh full bolsonaro shit just tubes in my nose yeah no it's uh, don't say KFC. tubes one tube okay, one that's tube very, very a important. single tube one tube and you laying in a bed giving a thumbs up that's that yeah. is that is what kath has been doing every few weeks Eating that KFC is how i'm recording weird, this gross way podcast pictures of <laughs> Nasty picture of him eating KFC, where he appears to just be eating the skin off of it. Just real nasty gremlin <laughs> shit. Not looking good for him. Can I'm you just, just imagine, like, you you live in Orlando, Florida. You just, that's where you live. And you're going about your business. And then you're like, is that disgraced <laughs> Brazilian head of state, Jair Bolsonaro? In my Publix? Is that yeah. who that is? <laughs> Wandering around near the checkout aisles. And then, like, th- that video of him walking around is great because, like, the guy's videoing him and then he just, like, catches him doing it and gives him, like, a point and that's it. It's like, this is so strange. <laughs> that's right. It's me, the guy known mostly for being very ill of everything <laughs> constantly. He's going to get on Cameo soon, I bet. The There's so many big man. dinosaur-like birds in Florida, so he's it's a matter of time until there's another matter bird attack. Time. He's gonna get his shit rocked by a flamingo down in the Everglades. We'll get absolutely no question. punched out. <laughs> but so yeah. get out of here. Yeah. I have new sympathy for him as a person who is constantly fucking sick and very tired of it. <laughs> R.I.P. presumably. This will be, be cast last episode. Yeah. I think bye I just bye. Yeah. I bye woke bye. up early. I got to tell you, this shit's for the birds. I don't like it one bit. Been, too, been awake too long already, and it's one p.m. Time to go to sleep. I did some work. I did. I want to know what is er, what is waking yeah, can up we early. Get a, can we get you? a can we get an early here? What's what's early? I mean, mean, I woke up at like seven in the morning. That's early. That's that early. early. Yeah. I was yeah I was because <laughs> I'm sure when you guys woke up and there were texts from me in the chain, you were like, "What in the world?" It's been he has jury duty or something. <laughs> 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 he's got that. He's got that. He's got that classic Saturday jury duty. Yeah, one, the worst one to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I was like, I, this is what people do. I, I figured guess. you Wake just up, went to the. Work. I figured you went to the midnight premiere of M. Thregan. 
and that's yeah. why you were awake. I wish. Yeah, seven and a half hour horror movie, Mem Three again. <laughs> Check it out. Want it? Want, want my spinoff? Want Three Lie? Make it happen. Three Lie. We need the sequel Three Lie with an animatronic evil doll Eli. See, mm-hmm. I I I would I would like to watch Three Lie. I'm a little bit more worried about. Uh, Shithril B. I don't know how to, uh, but that's Shithril <laughs> B. <laughs> <laughs> the the de-aged the like whatever it is Snapchat filter child Shelby, but a robot, and it is terrifying. AI Shelby is going to kill us all. <laughs> gain, gain. He's halfway there. I mean, thought. he's halfway there on our on our podcast doing robot voice. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Yeah, that, I feel like our group text has just all been about M three gin because we're all well. There's we're all were, just Brian Jordan Alvarez super fans, but also we got to go see Meg M three gin. I thought so we were having exciting. a conversation. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> is M three gin a, a a real actor in crazy makeup, or is it pure CGI? Or it's I, I think it's I think it's a robot. I think it's yeah. a Boston Dynamics it's a robot. robot. It's a it's real robot. Real. Megan Israel, just like yeah. Megan, th- th- we're gonna have the same debate over whether Megan Megan Israel that we had over whether Lydia Tarr is a real person for some reason. <laughs> yeah, in 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 a you know v- v- ironic twist, while making this the horror movie M Threegan, they uh, did create a M Threegan that has its own consciousness and is attacking everyone. And it got out. Dance. Yeah. And got out. Yeah. L- Lydia Tarr and Eddie and- Gordo on everybody doing <laughs> <laughs> doing capoeira dance fighting at everybody. <laughs> Lydia Tarr and M3 can exist in the same universe. Like they are both real in the same. I mean, prove that world. they don't. That's right. And it's and it, that world is our world. It's- all movies <laughs> exist in the same universe to me. They're all part of the movie verse. The movie verse. Yeah. Hobbits. Uh, Freddy Freddy Krueger and M3 can. Um, they're all in there. They're all hanging out. They're all in yeah. heaven. The it's movie's jamming. extended universe. Yeah. Freddy Krueger just dies in the movie. She's jamming with David Bowie up in heaven. Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> She's hanging out with R- uh, uh, RBG and just uh, <laughs> making fun of Matt Gates or something. I don't know. What, what's the... Um, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm excited to see it. I, they're doing good marketing. It's not quite the smile marketing. The smile marketing is the best movie marketing I, in, in a long time where they just had people at the MLB playoffs <laughs> doing the smile. <laughs> like behind home plate. That is, I like. I feel like that's got to be the most fun job you could possibly get off of Craigslist. Yeah, is the, be the smile person I, at the at the baseball game. And it, and it's and it was like, like they eventually they commented on it and stuff, but it was just kind of like, what is going on with that guy? And then <laughs> and then there would be like a big play or something where everybody's reacting, and then they would just be sitting there with the smile, and it's like, wow, okay. So whatever that costs, definitely worth it. Hiring like a team of Megans to walk around New York and uh, and like just like jump in and out of formation is also pretty good money well spent in my opinion. It's 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 up big. It's already it's tracking to make like thirty million this weekend or something. So it's they're already doing a sequel. It's right, we're gonna get more Megan. M Forgan. M Forgan. I feel bad Morgan. for the the elderly of New York because they definitely don't know what the fuck is happening, and they might think robots are real at this point. So right, they might like beat one of those Megans to death because they think <laughs> yeah. it's a robot. They should just here's a promotional thing they should have done: is just remake that famous like GIF or video of the guy jumping out of a trash can and getting fucking cold cocked, but it's M three again jumping <laughs> out of the like the spooky trash can, just getting absolutely nailed in the face. You know, 
I think we we deserve some credit for M3 again because it's basically a movie adaptation of Could You Kick Chucky? That's It's mm. just a movie version of Do You Think You Could Kick Chucky Hard Enough That He Would Not Kill You? So. <laughs> yeah, but she's bigger, though. So it, it, the calculus is, is different. Yeah. What's 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 her measurements, Megan? I mean, she's like a little. She's like supposed to be like she's like a little girl, right? So she's around the same size. Like she's supposed to be like an actual friend. Yeah, <laughs> I think she's. I think she's probably like four nine. Yeah, is my is my that guess. That seems that's the that's, big problem. Is she's supposed to be a friend, and instead, she's a three to me. She's a. <laughs> yeah. She's made three of metal, so it would hurt your foot. That's, that's true. true. Mm-hmm. Chucky was not made of metal. Okay, I'm Googling how tall is Megan. Even with the three, I'm still getting like Megan the Stallion as the second thing, which is not. So Google has really fallen down in the Megan the three stallion. The Megan, new... yeah, TH33 stallion. <laughs> I feel like it's it Megan the Stallion, like people searching Megan the Stallion measurements, it's like horny people, but it's also people who are like, what's her reach? Like, she's <laughs> like, she just like looks like you know she's a big she's a stallion she's like what like what is that oh, I lady thought you meant bench? like social reach you're talking like wingspan no you're i mean like, like wingspan like <laughs> yeah. she just What's is like an incredible shape embrace? like she, the, uh, she could be a real athlete you need know the tail of the tape here uh we're setting up <laughs> megan the stallion versus megan uh who's got the bigger reach and what's the uh yeah what Meg- megan the stallion is winning that i feel <laughs> like i feel like megan the stallion could like shot put m3 again like i think oh yeah I think I think one of the saddest and most ambitious uh, Google auto search like search fill-ins is whenever you just put in any celebrity's name and the first result is always like that celebrity wife. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all right, well, it's kind of sad. And also, if you just think you're right away, you're not like, oh, this is something. You're like, I will meet them, and I just need to know if the fucking runway is clear. I need to know if right. they're already married or not. Hey. Husband of M. Thregan, possible sequel. Go the Bride of Chucky. M. Thregan, single. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Is, is single and ready to who's, tingle. Who's dated who? M. Thregan, Paige. <laughs> M. Thregan wearing to? flirty thong bikini in St. Bart's. <laughs> M. Thregan seen cozying up. <laughs> yeah. M. Thregan going hell for leather or whatever they say in the uh, in the Daily Mail. M. Thregan on Harry and Meghan. Uh, get her involved in and that. And Thregan well. shows off her slim pins in a daring mini. <laughs> Love to show off those slim pins. <laughs> Who wrote this? The Tex Avery Wolf slim I mean, that, pins. That's that's classic Daily Mail speak. That yep. is, uh, yeah. Tex Avery uh, writes for the Daily Mail. The yeah. Tex Avery Wolf. Yeah. That explains all the augas and howls. <laughs> and it, it just says pounding table. I'm not clear on how that. I mean, I, yeah, I guess yeah. it just doesn't really add much. Um, yeah, playfully horny quarterly. The Tex Avery magazine for wolves that <laughs> love to get horny. <laughs> Bloomers Monthly has arrived. Time to time to pound the table. Roll my tongue back up. Get a peek. <laughs> this is second week in a row where Eli has talked about bloomers. I feel like this is no longer a joke. R slash bloomers. R slash bloomers. Your, that's your homepage. The moderator of R slash bloomers is a different Eli Uden. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who has the same name and picture as me, but isn't me. <laughs> it's like, no, there are two. There are there, two. There are at least two. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Dude, Reddit, I mean, it's always been bad, but like when you go to it now, there's always like someone who's using Ask Reddit as just like a way to back up their own like horrible beliefs. <laughs> like, you, you I love on, those. That's like yeah. my favorite thing about that is watching. I just love an unreliable narrator. Yeah. It's delightful to me. 
There was one I logged on and it was just on the like homepage and it was it, it was like explain to me specifically why it's not okay to hit a woman when she slaps you. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> okay, this is a pretty this is a pretty strong ask Reddit sort of thing. <laughs> ask Reddit's usually like, what's the best humidifier or whatever, like. You know. there, there was very good ask Reddit that I or not good, um, but it was like, uh, <laughs> why don't I have so many bugs splattering on my windshield anymore? And then like, there's an edit to the question. It's like, well, now I'm depressed. <laughs> and it's like, because they're all dead. Because we're killing the planet. Yeah. Turns out it's much worse. People like linking to studies and stuff, saying that like the biomass of insects is down like eighty percent over the last twenty <laughs> years. Like that's probably fine. Seems fine. Yeah. Let's not worry about it. Everyone, everyone um, relax. Not a big deal. Hey, less bugs, right? That's who doesn't like that? In lighter news, uh, <laughs> we should we should talk about the word of the year before we do numbers. Oh yes. A lighter news for two of us. <laughs> Horrible news for one of us. Um again, resigned sighing news for <laughs> <laughs> We talked about this on a bonus. Word of the year is is bullshit. It's all it's all fake, but uh, there's an organization called the American Dialect Society that focuses pri- like primarily on sort of informal language, and uh, they also pick a word of the year, um, and their 2022 word of the year is the suffix "ussy," and yeah. the um. I thought it was the suffix of the year. It's the word of the year. It's the word of the year. Yeah. Okay. Um, Still better than an emoji. I think more. You know, better. Than a little that. more. A little better, but mm-hmm. my it's only marginally example... less online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my favorite example they give in the article about it is that um, they say that a calzone is a pizzosi. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> Shut wrong. the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, we have. Evidence, confirmed evidence of someone fucking a hot pocket. So that's basically we do. Dusted. Yeah, you, you never do. Saw that? No, I don't. You do. I don't have it just for <laughs> me. Yeah, it was in on your, the internet. In, it's on your you camera roll because you took it of yourself. <laughs> yeah, you said that like I taped myself fucking a hot pocket. No, it was an internet thing. Yeah, you you <laughs> have it in your in your pocket. in your memories from right. when you did it. Yeah, <laughs> I can say definitively it can be done. in your brain, in your recollections no, of your he was, life. He was we one of the fruit. online celebrities of the day. Was that guy who fucked a hot pocket? Yeah, that's very. Yeah, that was like, tw- like a 2013 Twitter thing or something. Or was that? Is that right? I don't. I don't know if I remember it either. I don't remember the timeline, but I remember it. I mean, it was pretty. <laughs> It was a pretty it big used thing. To, it, it, it used to really be like that. It, it used to be like that on there, where it was very like um, there would be like one thing somebody did that everyone was talking about all day. Like somebody was in the ER with stuff in their uh, butt or something, I think, and that was oh, like yeah. a thing people for the be, whole day. People be slipping and falling. Yeah, this time. is a this is a weird news from HuffPo from March second, twenty fourteen. Is the hot e- pocket? Teen explains why he had sex with a hot pocket. <laughs> you don't need to explain. We know yeah, why. It, no need for an explanation. We don't yeah. need to. Well, it's hot and it's a pocket. So <laughs> this is a natural, you know. Just why would you make him explain that? That seems like something you'd do as like a weird punishment that would work. Like writing an essay. Like you have to write an essay on why you fucked that hot pocket. It's like uh, it's gonna be hard to pad this out to five hundred words. But um, he did it on Vine also. Think. So yeah, the reason you think I did it is why I did it. Straightforward. <laughs> You could probably yeah. you could probably guess you you, you, you know probably. the general. Mm-hmm. 
summarize. Well, I, I liked that uh, that tweet or whatever that somebody had that was like, you can tell if you've your brain has been ruined by the internet by how you pronounce the word citrusy. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't read it as citrusy, which would be spicy, that would not be good. Much worse than a hot pocket, I think. Yeah, physically. very acidic, not great. Yeah, don't want to don't want to put that on any any membranes. But I hate I think when it's... there's citrus on my membranes. <laughs> <laughs> it's no good. Patty is the comic for single-celled organisms. Ouch, my <laughs> membranes. Anybody permeable in here? Semi-permeable? <laughs> hate to dissolve in an acid. <laughs> hate from the, my strands of DNA to come spilling out of my cell. I yep. hate when that happens. You got any yeah. mitochondria in here? The powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> thanks for thanks for everything you do. <laughs> mitochondria are like the cops of. Uh, yeah. Just gonna let it. Just gonna let it run, huh? Okay. <laughs> We're gonna do the whole. Shelby should play the whole thing, including the joke that they do at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> just, <laughs> just the audio of a full Seinfeld episode. Yeah, um, the entire twenty-two minute episode will be. Uh, will be showcased as a soundbite. Anyway, thank you to Average Gatsby for alerting us to um, Ussi. Apparently, they had a a whole convention (laughs) where they decided this, which is pretty incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Also, the American... More than 200 attendees took part in deliberations and voting. uh, And this is what they came up with. So congrats to them. Tweed jacket guys talking about this. Yeah. It's fun to think about. Plus, something about the American Dialect Society just sounds, doesn't it like sound kind of racist? It sounds like they would say some weird shit. <laughs> their, play, it, their website yeah. looks just the right amount of fucked up, I feel like, that you're like, there's a forum on this, and it's not good. It's not, man. Oh, I got absolutely, we, we got to do the numbers. I got absolutely destroyed this week uh, by seeing a guy um, who's wearing a t-shirt with like one of those old Rage comic faces on it. Oh my like the god. Magusta face. And I was like, oh my god, dude, that's a throwback. And he was like, I don't know what this is. I got it at a thrift store. And I was like, I'm going to walk into the ocean. <laughs> I was like, I'll see you later. Time to put on my cement shoes and go to the Gowanus Canal. Um, what was he like? A, like? I feel a, like that guy is wearing that shirt specifically to ruin people's days in that way. I'm just yeah, like, what, yeah, I don't know what this is. Is he like a comic or something? Is that is that who it was? Yeah, I mean, he was it, like it was like a Fred. I think comedy related. I don't know about stand up. Uh, I don't think we'd all know him, but it yeah. was a comic who had the. Uh, did you get to see the tweet of the person with the four thousand dollar camera rig at the open mic? Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> so dark! <laughs> Break out the four K. I got to get yeah, this got... crowd work on TikTok, and I need mm-hmm. the best quality I can get. Yep, I've got my four K open mic click clip. It's. Uh, 25 gigabytes and just upload that straight to my laptop and, and cut it down. For listeners who don't know what we're referring to, because why would they? There is a there is a tweet of someone tweeted a picture from an open mic where someone has an extremely elaborate multi-thousand dollar camera rig taping their open mic set. And it is bleak. Yeah. It's very bleak. Next stop, late night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think the only way the Very heavy duty tripod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the only way the Mukus sure could have bummed me out more is if it was like in someone's picture in the like comics to watch article or something. They're posing in a you know like Brooklyn magazine. <laughs> like, yes, God. yeah. They've been putting in the work. They've been mm. on the scene for fourteen months, and it's time for them to explode. <laughs> oh my God! We gotta before We're this going. turns into bittercast. We gotta Numbers. Do some news. 
We should probably get to numbers. Number right. five. Number five. I feel this is a nice little throwback. I feel like it's been a, a bit of a, a while since we did a classic, uh, stupid, stupid criminal uh, story. This is an absolute a bonehead, yeah, a bozo, real bozo hours from these people. <laughs> there, as we were discussing before we started, there are so many confusing choices that were made over the course of this story. Um, and, I mean, the title will just give you some some idea of that. This was sent in by House Speaker Bookmark to 19. Uh, this is Florida Sheriff. Uh, burglars call 911 to get help moving stuff. Uh, yeah, it's not going to go great. Not a great decision. It was... Uh, <laughs> there's two people in Florida. They were burglarizing, which is a lovely old-fashioned word, burglarizing a home. Uh, and then they called 911 to ask the 911 operator and law enforcement to help them move their belongings and then also to give them a ride to the airport. So <laughs> several yeah, like several category errors here. Of like, right. You can like break this headline oh no, down. We'll pretend it's our stuff and then we'll call 911 <laughs> cuz that's who you call when you need to move things is 911. Yeah, like just such a strange thing to be like, I think our biggest thing here, our biggest problem here is going to be convincing the police that we live in this house so that they help us move. <laughs> just like so many of them. First of all, you don't want to call 911 when you're doing a crime. But also, I think calling 911 to have them try to help you move is a crime in itself. That seems like textbook abuse of the emergency system. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's like unless somebody's trapped under a bureau that fell on them or something. It's it's very um That's how you get 911 to help you move. You stage an injury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> help, he's yeah. my friend. He's on my roommate's trapped under this etagere that we have and it's uh, it's very heavy. It's all glass. What's an etagere? It's like a fancy uh, set of shelves. I don't know what else Ooh. to... Yeah. Wow. New new word. I'm writing into the American Dialect Society. It's like a bookcase type thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Sounds like ha- something we- a hotel calls its workers so that they sound nicer. You know? <laughs> They'd be like, that's not the guy who cleans the shit out of our toilets when someone does a big <clears throat> dump. That's the etagere. He's actually mm-hmm. a prized member, member of our... Of our Workforce. I mean, I don't know how fancy they are because they have a bunch of them on Wayfair. Not that Wayfair is not, you know, doesn't have fancy stuff. But oh, like, no, they're selling children in them. No, well, that's true. Um, yeah, that means it's a The Atajir is fancy for uh, child hiding space. <laughs> yeah, it means it's a fancy little child who's dressed like the uh, berries and cream guy. It's a guy wearing like a little ruffled neck. It's it's all it's all part of the code. The I've, berries I've watched and some cream YouTube videos guy? I can turn you on to. Yeah, you remember the berries and cream guy who would dance? It was a oh no, I don't I don't care for this. Yeah, I just googled berries and cream guy and did not I do not like what I see. <laughs> yeah, he's like a guy in a little suit, and then yep. I think it was strawberries was releasing berries and cream or stra- berries starburst. And cream starburst. Pardon me, what kind of starburst did you just say? Uh, berries. And and berries. And berries and what else? And cream. Berries and cream. Oh, hurrah! Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Berries and cream, berries and cream. Oh, I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. This guy kind of looks like Cara Delevingne. Is that, <laughs> is that it for anybody else? <laughs> so that's not that's not burned into your guys' brain for the rest of your life. Well, I, I think it is. I think it is now. The page boy haircut, really upsetting. Don't like that. Oh, he looks like. Guy. He looks like the child of Cara Delevingne and Mr. Bean. 
<laughs> if they had a child. Cara Delabine. Karen Ella Bean seen cozying up to Mr. Bean in <laughs> a late night party. <laughs> mm. Caught smooching. <laughs> Caught helping him get a turkey off his head. Yeah. Whatever. Mr. Bean causing all sorts of problems in the delivery room when they're having their fancy child. Just get out. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is a good plan, I think. Just place a heavy box on your chest and then call 911 and yeah. help have them get move all your stuff. Oh, no, you have to move this off of me and into another house. <laughs> uh, the only safe place for it is in another house entirely. You know what? While you're here, why not take all of the stuff over there? Yeah. Also, And then drive me to the airport. Yeah, you know how yeah. the police come in a big truck? <laughs> yeah. And also... New York catches a fucking stray in here from these Florida people where they said that they needed a ride to the airport because they were going to New York for the weekend. And then so they didn't take them to the airport. They took them to jail, if, if anybody didn't guess. Um, so they said, deputies, the sheriff's office said in their Facebook post, which, oh, you feel really, you feel really, uh, you know, better than us posting on Facebook. Deputies did help them with their belongings and did give them a ride, but it wasn't to the airport. It was to the Poke Pokey, which I guess is what they call their jail. Strange. And they Pokey? You never yeah. heard Pokey before? Yeah, it's like an old-fashioned. But this yeah, is, I also am saying, this is a, it's capitalized as a proper noun. So they were like, this is what we call our jail all the time. Um, they say, it was to the Poke Pokey, and they are welcome to stay there all weekend long. The Poke Pokey is much better than New York anyway. Okay, Whoa. man. I'm well, pretty sure jail isn't better than New York. <laughs> I mean, at least they didn't say like they're, you know, it's safer or less crime ridden or something. That's you know true. I mean? You know, better is just kind of a vague, you know. Yeah. No yeah. knockout game in the poke pokey. <laughs> <laughs> gonna happen. No one will be robbing your CVS in the in, in right. jail. Yeah. So, yeah. The greatest uh, crime imaginable: robbing a CVS. Right. Yeah. Stealing shaving cream from Walgreens. <laughs> What is this world coming well, to? Well, that's why they've got it locked up. That's why they have all their shaving cream in the fucking Mona Lisa box at the CVS. So that nobody <laughs> takes it. Dude, yeah, there's a fucking, I think it's a Dwayne Reed. There's like the nearest drugstore to my house is literally like the fucking. Self-docs. It's the Louvre. It's like everything <laughs> is behind glass. You can't get anything. You can't take anything off the shelves. It yeah. is insane. It's basically a large crane game. You cannot, you just have to maneuver a robot arm in order to get, because they're just like, yeah, we have a shoplifting problem with every product in our store. Yeah. So we're putting it all behind I guess. Them. And now it's just like, it must be such a pain in the ass to work there because you don't just like check people out. You have to manually unlock every item. Oh, yeah. Anyone wants to buy anything. I mean, it definitely does. Like, if you ever go to one of the ones that's like, you have to ring the bell next to the fucking shampoo. That's or what whatever. this is. Yeah. yeah. And like, having to ring the bell. And then, of course, they're very busy all the time. Like, they don't want to like, help you. Yeah. And I get it. Like, me having to wait for like another grown adult to come let me into the shaving cream case is. <laughs> Devastating. Like, I'm balding. <laughs> Anything on the end here. of a shelf is no man's land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you can just sneak in behind. But, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, these people, I mean. And that's why we have to cut funding for the libraries. That's anyway. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's important to do that for that exactly. reason. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, not best of luck to these people. I cannot imagine, even when they get out of the poke pokey, that they will stay out for long because. 
both their moral compass and their capacity for reasoning seem wildly off compromised point. in <laughs> yeah. some way. Seem yeah, like these the are kind of people yeah. who would dig themselves out of a jail and into a prison. You these know? are like, mm. yeah, these are like the burglars from Three Ninjas, like that, <laughs> like, like, you know, like somehow one of them got diarrhea during the burglary, you know, uh, and couldn't leave. And they called nine one one about it. Yeah, yeah, man, I watched Home Alone when I was home uh, for the holidays. Were you alone? Uh, were you yes, alone? Yes, yes, yes. No, my parents were there. <laughs> and I know it's like a common thing to be like, there's some real injuries in there and whatever. <laughs> there's one part where Kevin just hitting them with bricks from his roof. That's and home alone too. And yes, the, that would, one of those would just be fatal. Probably. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. And I was like, you would throw one brick and it would ruin everyone's life for like, that would be a rookie <laughs> My, cop would throw up. That's it, yeah. We wa- we watch them both. I, mean, I watch them both every year. And, uh, um, I, I was struck this time by how much foot damage Marv takes. He takes a lot of foot damage. He steps on a <laughs> lot of stuff with bare feet. Um, to weaken him. Mm-hmm. Very difficult. Uh, yeah. I, uh, this is something embarrassing about me that you are free to make fun of. Um, I've never seen any of the Home Alone movies because when I was a kid, the premise of them was so scary to me that I did not want to watch them. Nervous the idea yeah. at home alone. that I would be alone and burglars would be trying to get into my house. It's bad guys. You can't have, terrifying. Can't, yeah, it's not so good. scary. Yeah, but then um, if you watch it, you get sort of a you know, guy. You get empowered. To, yeah, you'll know exactly how to deal with it. You just got to have like a fucking hundred paint cans and then you're good to go. <laughs> You know? Right. Yeah. But yeah, never watch them because I was like, this is scary. This is the I don't even want to think about this. I don't even want to entertain this idea. Yeah. Too frightening. That's I mean, it, it does feel like and they escalate in violence. It feels like the next one is just Kevin with a sniper rifle and just kills <laughs> the wet bandits. <laughs> just fires. Just, yeah. They are they are absolute top tier uh slapstick comedy it is it is still so funny there are still several things in each thing that really really get my ass um do you think if i've never watched them i would enjoy them now i I think think so so. they're funny i just watched it it and had a good time and it's like joe pesci and 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 plus there's also there's funny stuff like there's also funny stuff that's not them getting beaten up that's like obviously the big third act that's like awesome but like the first one has like some good Daniel Stern being stupid and, and Joe Pesci stuff. And then like the shitty family. The second one has Tim Curry as like the officious Butler who's trying to catch him. Who's convinced he's by himself or doing That's something weird. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, they're, they're very good in my, in my opinion. A good well, cozy I'll watch them with the lights on because they'll, I'll be scared. <laughs> I've been watching so. a lot of horror movies lately, like home alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone's trying to get into the house. That's scary. It's a horror movie to me. True. Anyway, Worst of luck to these criminals, these wet bandits. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Uh, number four. Um, I feel like this is also kind of a classic. What a time. Uh, there's been an accident at some sort of factory. Yeah. <laughs> always, up. always uh, a what a time story slash the invention of a new cereal or candy. Um, this comes to us from Discount Yodeler in the Discord. If you would like to submit stories, you can join our Discord at the $10 a month level on our Patreon and get access to these channels where you can submit uh, story ideas as Discount Yodeler has. Um, so this happened in Wisconsin, which also I feel like is just a lot of like cliches. So it's a <laughs> it's a dairy processing and packing plant in Wisconsin because that's what's in Wisconsin is cows yeah. and milk and cheese and butter. Um 
And sadly, there has been an accident at the uh, at the dairy dairy plant. Um, they had a fire. There was a fire. Um, the fire started in the butter room, which <laughs> I guess makes sense because butter is like a fuel, basically, right? Like it's flammable. Yeah, you know? I suppose. Yeah, I don't think butter's flammable, is it? I mean, like fat. Fat is flammable. I think. Mm-hmm. Is I'm a, <laughs> butter. Podcast on hold while you like us to try to light a stick. I mean, I feel like butters fire. are not that different different from like like a candle or something. Exactly. Like on, yeah, yeah. Like on some level. Yeah. yeah. Butter is uh, uh, according to Google in bold. It definitely is. <laughs> when I googled it. Wow. Google so. really. Google really. Uh, not leaving any grounds for uh, yeah. Just staking a claim. Yeah. So any any kind of like oil or grease or whatever can catch on fire. So. Butter, uh, there was a fire that started in the butter room, and uh, naturally, this uh, this escalated, and, you know, the fu- the butter burns, and then it melts. So all of this melted butter uh, <laughs> flowed into um, a historic canal and a bunch of storm drains that were near this plant and clogged them up. Yeah. So... It all got clogged with butter again, just like a very Wisconsin problem to have all of your, all of your storm drains and canals uh, clogged with butter. Yeah, it's um, like your whole city. It's like someone poured baking grease down the drain of your entire city. Like, exactly. <laughs> now it's fucked. It's really just like they just like took like an average resident's heart and just <laughs> made it. Into, yeah, it's just an artery. I, this is yeah no. This is a really good demonstration of why you shouldn't eat so much butter because they're. Like they basically gave the historic canal a heart attack yeah. is what happened. Definitely don't melt butter and then pour it down your throat. Definitely. <laughs> unless you're Jared Leto preparing for a roll or whatever. Mm. Don't, don't be doing that. Or you're eating no, lobster. Good. Yeah. The butter delivery system of lobster. That's true. But yeah. yeah. So, every, I mean, everybody's okay. There were no, uh, no injuries or anything, but yeah, there's, have you seen those ads about fat bergs like on the subway? Fatbergs? Uh, I'm familiar fat with, with, what, with what fatbergs are, yeah. They're in the sewer. <laughs> Just floating They're, around? Yeah, because oh people God. pour oil down the drain, and then it solidifies, and then they clog shit up, and they're called fatbergs. Man, I don't like that I feel all. like I'd watch a sitcom about them. The fatbergs? The, the fatbergs, fat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real 90s sort of... Like, uh, they're just like like the Mucinex family, but made of fat. I think that's just the Nutty Professor too. It's I think just you're the talking clumps. about the clumps. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, right. And yeah. clumps is not even much of a nicer name than the Fatbergs. They're about they're both about <laughs> as disrespectful to the family. Um, I hate knowing about the Fatbergs though, because I imagine that there's like rats licking on them and stuff. Oh, I bet they're a rat's favorite treat. They love them. I just sent you guys a Wikipedia page for Fatbergs. The Fatbergs are back, and you know that they can't be whack. <laughs> that's right now i get to download the wikipedia for fatberg onto my pc as part yeah. of the zoom process here printing out a pdf of the fatbergs to read the old classic patty bit of the guy reading the wikipedia entry for jazz printed out on the subway that's true <laughs> that's the real thing that happened i like yeah. that on this wikipedia page for fatbergs um there is a Picture of a fatberg that is, quote, on display at the Museum of London. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just the least visited exhibit. Yeah. Be, be the good Museum to, of London? Good bit <laughs> to, like, edit that and put in a picture of Boris Johnson there or something, you know. Just to start, a little, start a little Wikipedia drama. 
Yeah, why, why are you having trouble filling out the wings of the Museum of London? That's a pretty... <laughs> well, they have to give away all the stuff. City. Yeah. <laughs> they have to give away all the stuff? All the stuff they took from other places. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the rich history of London, it turns out, is just stuff taken from other places. Man. Well, I can't believe ancient Greece was right here in London. And ancient <laughs> Egypt. One thing I found out this week was uh, King Tut, you know, famous, Tutankhamun. Mm-hmm. That guy was fucked up, man. He uh, yeah. was, was super inbred and had like... Tons of problems. Like, he was like a Rick and Morty alien. He was like so sick. <laughs> he was like um, uh, Pee Wee Herman in uh, 30 Rock. What's the? He, I, I don't know that one. Oh yeah, the, lo- the little, like the, little Haps- the last Habsburg. <laughs> oh yeah, it's basically that. I mean, because every yeah. every picture I've seen of him is like his burial mask, and it's just like a cool gold guy. And then they're like, he had a cleft palate, a club foot. His head was really long. That was one of the things that he got. <laughs> he had problems. Yeah, he was not looking good. Not not doing great. He had some problems. Yeah. And didn't like didn't he get murdered? Didn't they like? Didn't he die because somebody like hit him over the head or something? I mean, it sounds like he would have died if nobody did anything because uh, he right. was <laughs> falling they apart. Found, they, but... they found a lot of bullets in him, so I'm not <laughs> sure what happened. Yeah. They think he got like killed with a chain gun. That's what How they're... did <laughs> King Tut die? I'm doing a lot of Googling. Well, he was also Apparently, like... he, he died from a broken leg. So <laughs> Yeah, from yeah. walking. No, not from so walk- tough now. Right. Yeah. Like, he had problems. Yeah. He was not doing great. It's funny, too, yeah, because everyone's like he was he was a, a pharaoh for such a short amount of time, but because he was on the cover of everybody's textbook, everyone thinks he was like the main guy in history. They're like, history right, is mostly only... about King Tut. He's like a, he's, yeah, he's like a top ten guy in history. That's true. Yeah. Like for kid for like a very basic like world for, history for, for kids. kids. Yeah, but yeah, the only reason he's like famous is leave because him alone. Nobody he's bothered. been enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only reason he's so famous is because nobody bothered to rob his tomb. Mm-hmm. That and so they found his tomb like it's like one of the most intact pharaoh tombs that they've ever found. Yeah, and, they and that's like, why he's nobody famous. wanted to touch his mummy. It was all right. weird. And his nasty little <laughs> guy in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So history section done. <laughs> Educational podcast. Add us to a new category. Yeah, kids in the car, and you're listening to this. You're welcome. They learned something. Yeah, they learned King, King Tut, Tut not. Nasty little guy. <laughs> Nasty little guy. Not one of the top five guys in history. Turns out it's kinda, not about him. Yeah, kind of looked like a bunch of congealed butter. How do he get so funky? storm drain? <laughs> How do he get so funky? <laughs> History's greatest mystery. Folks, if you're enjoying this episode of What a Time to Be Alive, you might also be interested in our bonus episode this week. Every week we record a bonus episode for our Patreon, which you can sign up for at patreon.com slash whatatimepod. This week, we get to the bottom of what happened to Amelia Earhart. We solved it. It's a really important bonus episode. Unrelated, we also talk about getting poisoned. Sort of related, we talk about whether or not we could land a plane if we were being talked through it. That's sort of Earhart related. We also talk about things that scared us as children. Uh, first on-screen nudity that we saw. There's a lot going on, so please enjoy. Check it out. Let's do number three. Number three. Number three. This one comes to us from uh, also from House Speaker Bookmark 19. We got a shakeup in the pasta world, and it's causing waves, everybody. It's a big, big time. You're not going to believe this. 
But there's some new news about pasta, and one particular group of people are very upset about it. I won't say who they are, but you can probably <laughs> guess with context clues. Wow. <laughs> They're coming for my people. Yeah. The last <laughs> They're the saying last mud safe on. group to be racist to. <laughs> God yep. damn it. It's them. <laughs> the Italians. <laughs> you know the ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh... Mamma mia. What happened is a, uh, a, a Nobel Prize winner, um, who is also Italian, his name is Giorgio Parisi, uh, that, and this is part of a study, um, to sort of figure out the most efficient way to cook pasta. I guess they wanted to lower Italy's carbon footprint, um, <laughs> whatever, which sounds very racist, but is what they seem to be doing, um, is to figure out the best way to cook pasta without wasting any energy and he said the way to do it that's fine is that you only heat it up and then you turn the heat off midway through cooking the pasta cover it with a lid and let the residual heat in the water cook the pasta less energy more pasta everybody happy uh except for everybody who is mad in <laughs> fact <laughs> including so, it, so hold on i need i need more information about how this pasta is cooked so you bring it to boiling Put the pasta in, then take it off the heat? I believe so. Or you leave it on the heat. Or yeah, you turn off the heat and you like just let it... And cover. cover But you like bring it to a boil, put the pasta in, turn off the heat, cover, let it sit. Yeah. Um, And uh, It's like letting a steak finish cooking like like in... Like in air, like on, on the pl- like you know what I mean, like that kind of like it's already hot, so it's gonna finish cooking. Yeah, and so it, yeah. well, it's in hot water, so mm-hmm. it's not like you're like resting the yeah. yeah. But but it's, it's like yeah, rice, right? And it's uh, so it's it seems like this sort of opened up. They got this guy working on pasta, and then it kind of opened up, like uh, kind of explorations into what you actually have to do to cook pasta. And there's other stuff that they figured out. So they were like, you don't need to bo- the water doesn't really need to be boiling. It's like yeah. the, 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 the temperature that it dissolves at is 80 degrees centigrade. Um, and uh, so then they all this and everything they added was just basically like Michelin star chef. Uh, where is his name? One second. Uh, Antonello Colonna. He just they're just going off and they're like, this makes the pasta rubbery. And I love anytime anyone says this, it could never be served in a high quality restaurant such as my own. <laughs> I love when anybody is like, my high quality restaurant. It is basically becoming the Brian Jordan Alvarez onions guy. <laughs> He's like, it makes the onions rubbery. I would never serve this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, so they're, they're mad. They don't, they don't want anyone to do this. Um, and, uh, but they're, yeah, mean, they're trying to solve how this much, How much energy are you really saving to not have your pasta be on the heat for like eight minutes it's does it doesn't to get look maybe this is because of i'm one of capital t capital p those people (laughs) (laughs) but uh it seems worth it to not have rubbery pasta to just spend a little bit of the extra energy and i'll take one less flight a year to eat good (laughs) pasta well according to them this is this is based on the uk's pasta consumption which one could imagine it would only go up well, I feel like in the UK they probably cook their pasta for like twenty minutes on boiling. <laughs> yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah. I I would say it's the UK's yeah. pasta consumption. Pasta, yeah. 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 
Have a, a nice, what are they, what is it called? A spaghetti bulg? What is it? Have, yeah, have a spag bowl. A spag bowl. Get out of here. <laughs> right. So they're trying to get, if it's about the UK, it's like, We're okay, bringing back World using, War II. That's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're probably using a lot of energy because they cook their pasta for two hours yeah. or whatever. England, like, the only place where they talk about cooking their pasta down, they're reducing right. it. Right. <laughs> Over over coal somehow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, they say England that, loves to roll coal. Yeah, it's their favorite. <laughs> and uh, so they say that uh, the cost. Um, so they would save. The the, the cost of cooking cost twelve point seven pence per serving, and so given the UK's love of pasta, with everyone <laughs> average eating one portion per week, which is not really a love of pasta. I think that's like a pretty normal amount for most that's people. That's pretty normal, it's a yeah. staple food. Uh, they're spending $8.35 million a week on cooking pasta. So they think, okay. that it would, they think it would save three pence per pasta to do it this way, which I guess I'll would I'll pay the up. extra three pence <laughs> to uh, eat a high-quality bowl of pasta. Kath happy to dig out a couple fucked-up hexagonal coins to cover the cost. <laughs> yeah, she'll find this. a shilling or two. Yeah, I can spare a shilling or two to get my pasta not to taste gross. Yeah. You there, boy. <laughs> Go to the... Bring, <laughs> bring me the mushiest pasta in the store. <laughs> Go down to the trattoria. Bring me the biggest spag bowl, the one in the window. <laughs> Send it to Bob Cratchit, boy. Uh, yeah, so, you know, if, if you're looking to reduce your carbon footprint in a way that will make your life noticeably worse, here's what you can do. You can bo- only boil your pasta halfway and then let it soak, which is so disgusting. Let it sounding. soak. Gotta let the pasta <laughs> soak. Um, yeah, so, uh, but, but they've done that. I just also think it's funny that it's like, this is clearly mostly a thought experiment, and then chefs are just so mad. Like, they yeah. think that... They think that the How dare you even squad, suggest this? <laughs> they think the right, science like, squad is going to come turn their burners off. At two their... arms, right? Yeah, this is their version of death panels or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> at their high quality restaurants. I will never allow this. I won't eat the woke pasta. I will, <laughs> I will never submit. <laughs> yeah, but it's an option for you if you're desperate. If you if you want your pasta to be woke. If you want to save submitting to this Orwellian version of the future that these people yeah. are, yeah. If you want to save three P, there's a cool little pie chart of where the, it's it's like a full carbon footprint breakdown of of cooking pasta of like where the energy is. Sixty percent of the energy is boiling the water for ten minutes, so that you know there's a big a lot of ground to make up there. Heating the pan is five percent. Bringing water to the boil is thirty four percent. And heating the pasta to boiling is 1%. So that's nothing. So there's the science behind it. Another point <laughs> for you. us being an educational podcast. <laughs> Hit science podcast. <laughs> what a time to be alive. What's your, uh, what's your, what's your fave pasta shape? What, what kind of pasta shapes do you guys like? I'm a big fan of rotini and farfalle, and uh, bucatini is underrated. I'm not generally a fan of the long pastas. I like a... farfalle is the bow ties, right? Yes, 
I like yeah. those. And then those when you don't cook them too much, and then the middle's kind of stiff. Ooh, little baby. has a little toothsome, a little quality. toothsome bow tie middle. Yeah, yeah a little al dente. Mm-hmm. I like I that mean, when it. Yeah, it's a little, te- a little, little hard in the middle. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Here's my thing. I real, I really like bucatini because you get it. Like you get sauce on all sides because bucatini is like a spaghetti with a little hole in the middle. Very yeah. good sauce Great. on all sides. You heard it here first. Great you for get chili sauce Mac. on all sides. Yes. Make However, some bucatini and put some chili on it. Kath has refused to condemn the sauce on one side. She's insisted <laughs> that there is very fine sauce on both sides. Here's my problem with bucatini, though. Because there are little straws, you can't slurp them. Because there's a hole in the middle. Yeah. So if you try to slurp them, you can still they don't slurp go them anywhere. Up. You can't slurp them. How big are these holes in your bucatini? I'm, I'm just buying regular bucatini at the store. I can't slurp them. I'll be posting the air a video just goes... of me slurping bucatini on our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> the air just goes up the middle. It's like trying to slurp a straw. You're just creating a creating a pasta slide whistle. <laughs> it's a it's a cur- it's a s- real Sisyphus pasta sort of situation where you yeah. want to slurp it, but there's a hole. You yeah. can't. You gotta just like like bite it. I don't know. That's one thing I don't like about bucatini. But yeah, rotini possibly the best. Tony pastina is being discontinued. Yeah. Oh my god, so. no, pastina's so good. Yeah, they can't they their supplier uh backed out or something, so they're done. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god, I gotta stock up. Yeah. I love pastina. It's gonna be a run on pastina. Um <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big well, I mean I like bucatini sometimes, but I as somebody who is constantly concerned about and is uh, remarkably good at getting like a barely Im- barely perceptible drop of sauce on every <laughs> shirt whenever I eat, it's a complete disaster for that. Big yeah, deal. It, okay. So if it's I'm tough. shirtless, you know, sure, the old routine is fine. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big, uh, you know, it, it's it's a challenge. So I, you know, I, I worry about that. Um, Farfalle, I think, is hard to. Um, it's too hard to spear with the fork sometimes when you get Sounds down like to like a skill issue, dude. No, it's a skill issue, man. <laughs> it's not. You can't you can't get in there. There's no depth. You got to stab in the middle. You stab in uh, the middle. Where it's know. a little hard still. I, I, I it's not having know. to ask the waiter for help putting your farfalle <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> loading loading your fork. I like a I like a penne. That's one of my penne is good. You yeah. know, penne good. I, I'm an I'm an angel hair guy. That's controversial, I think, but uh, I think it's fun. I think I like that it cooks in like 40 seconds. I enjoy that as well. Yeah, um, I, I always go fatter pasta. If I'm going longs, if I'm doing longs, I always yeah. go fatter over thinner. I'm making I'm longs. Angel hair. Give me a yeah. tagliatelle, dude. I don't like yeah. the angel hair. Pappardelle. Yeah. <laughs> but I respect your I respect your decision. I respect your your preference. Being disrespected here. Okay. But no an, no angel hair at my house. I, I like sucks. a <laughs> Yeah, I like a penne or a ziti or something like a big a big tube. I like um I like a, I, I have campanelle right now, which are like the little flowers. I like those. Those, those are, are pretty good. good. Those just get tend some, to unravel. Get some of those yeah. wagon wheels. <laughs> I like the pasta shaped like dinosaurs. Guys, mm. I don't know what those are called in Italian parlance, but the ones <laughs> that look like the, the dinosaur from Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Dinosini, yeah. maybe? Dinosini. <laughs> I like a I like a strozzapretti. That's that's a little that's a little bit of a specialty one, but those are Yeah, fun. what's that? Um they're like little kind of like uh well, it's, I believe it means priest stranglers in Italian because it looks like a um, <laughs> or chokers because it looks like a priest collar, but you like twist it kind of priest stranglers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
It's, uh, they look like a scary guy with a knife. Priest chokers pasta. Strozzaprete. Let me see these guys. Strozzaprete. Oh yeah, they're like um spetzel kind of. They're, they're good. like little. They're good because yeah. you can you get a little like the sauce can go in them, but it's not like a you know it's not like a closed tube. I don't know. I, I enjoy them. Yeah. Good stuff. Check yeah. it out. Should we do number <laughs> two? Pasta. Pasta. Let's, Pasta. Let's do Spag number bowl. two. Check it out. <laughs> Pasta la vista, baby. <laughs> number two. Uh, number two comes to us from uh, New Year, New Bussy in the Discord. And uh, this, is a, this is a fun story. Um, this is a, a, a man named Scott Stallings, who is a uh, 60-year-old real estate agent and a self-described casual golfer. Um, got something in the mail from, uh, I guess, from, Aug- from the Augusta National Golf Club, the Masters. And uh, he opened it up, and uh, they were... He thought initially, I guess, they were inviting him to go to the Masters, which, which is exciting. But it turns out they were actually uh, asking him to play in the Masters, <laughs> which uh, he was a little surprised by. But uh, there is another Scott Stallings on the, who was on the PGA Tour who is 23 years younger and has won three PGA Tour events. <laughs> so he's an actual guy. He's who they meant to send it to. Not clear how that mix-up happens exactly. Um, you would think they have the guy's address if he's on the tour, and they wouldn't be sending it to whoever. This um, reminds me of like there's a story I forget who there was like a wrong version of or, like this. This would happen to like at least one comedy festival or thing. This, hap- this yeah, happened. It was okay. a I yeah. It or was taping. a TV. TV yeah, there taping. was a TV's taping that was good. And, and, the per- and, and the person who wasn't supposed to go went because they were like, I guess I'm good enough or whatever. And yeah. uh, it was not good, apparently. But um, <laughs> yeah, famously bad mix up. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a real that's a real uh, a real like Rorschach test for like, what's your level of self-confidence in your in, like in the thing that you're working? You know what I mean? Like I've been doing comedy. Me- for, okay. I've been doing comedy for a year and I got this thing. Well, I'll go, what the hell? Right. I'll go. It- in the other person's defense of that TV taping, the person with the same name who was invited to that TV taping also auditioned for it. So it's not like it was totally out of nowhere. It was like oh, okay. both people with this name auditioned. One guy was like way more experienced and better and they sent it to the other guy. So it's not like he was like, okay, it was completely insane that he thought he would be. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and in I'm his not, defense. Yeah. No, but I'm that not. That is a famous funny story. Yeah. I'm comedy. not. Yeah. Th- to be clear, I'm not like, I'm not like bagging on the either of the people or anything, but, 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 but it's just a funny, like that would, I would be like, this is definitely a mistake. There is zero chance that, the, you know what I mean? Like, like they want the guy from train to do stand up. They not want, me. no, they want the other comedian with my name to do it. The guy from England, <laughs> um, the British guy. Yeah. But, uh, uh, anyway, so this, this guy, um, he did not, uh, he should have just shown up on some level. That's it would have been uh, funny if he showed up. I mean, he probably could have gotten like a free trip out of it. Just like right. call the per- people organizing flights or whatever. But you're also like with something like that, you're also like, they're not going to let you play probably. And you're just kind of right. screwing the other guy out of, you know, the opportunity, which is, which is rough. Um, I have considered that cause I still, despite putting like a big long disclaimer on my website contact form, I still get people asking me to do stuff, uh, thinking I'm the guy from train, even though it's yeah. like, makes no sense that he would have his own website mm. and it would be none of the pictures, <laughs> are of, pictures him. of him doing none of it mentions comedy. the band train, not like <laughs> me other than to say, 
at length on the contact form. I am not the guy from Train. Please, I can't sing at your, th- you know, whatever. Um, I mean, I could sing at your thing, I guess. Um, That's one time you should double down and just take it. Be like, I'm going to come sing at your wedding. Well, I got to come sing Drops of Jupiter at your wedding. I got invited to like, to like MC some like, you know, somewhere in Pennsylvania because I think he's from Pennsylvania wine thing. And it's like, I could just go and be like, hey, I'm here. It's like, who are you? It's like, I'm going to have the email. I don't know. Uh, you it's know. not out of the question. You You're a comic. You could MC something. Right. But it was clearly being, me- it was clearly meant for, <laughs> you know, not me. Um, but uh, anyway, so this guy, uh, he did the right thing. They, well, I guess they posted everything online as they were doing it for some reason. But um, they, uh, I mean, it's a funny story. And they, they did manage to, um, I guess get it to the other golfer. I don't exactly know how. Um, yeah, he DM'd him on Instagram and was like, "I have your invitation." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, funny that the guy even it went to another guy who played golf, just like not well. <laughs> like, I feel like the golf. Yeah, I guess I play sometimes. <laughs> the golf population in Florida has got to be pretty high. I guess that's that's. Was he in Florida? I believe so. Yeah, I know the golf. The Masters was in Florida. I think this guy was somewhere else. No, the Masters is in Georgia. People are going oh, crazy sorry. right now. Um, the golf heads are losing it. Uh, oh no, this is I in Atlanta. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. So, so I, I don't, I still don't know how this really happened. It's a weird, but a apparently tradition the guy unlike who, any other. That's right. Uh, that kind of <laughs> sounds like Jim Nance, actually. It's, it's interesting. Um, I'm but, sorry to all golf heads, but uh, yeah, he, um, uh, the, the the golfer invited this guy and his wife to like, you know, they, it's a nice ending where they like they're like going yeah. again to go yeah, to the Masters sweet. and stuff. Um, but, I think they uh, should let him like you don't have to let him play that because he says at one point he thought it was like oh this is maybe some promotion they're doing where they invite one regular guy to play <laughs> which would be yeah. sick it would but, be good it's like the thing with the Olympics where it's like we need to know how good the rest of these people yeah, are yeah. so contrast <laughs> with one regular guy yeah um, I think they should let him like drive one ball. Uh, you don't have to let him play the whole thing, but he should get to one swing. He should get to take a <laughs> if he gets one swing, swing, he yeah. should just do the Happy Gilmore swing and then immediately get banned from. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. They had like a driving ranges and stuff. They used to have to like put up signs at golf courses and say, like no Happy Gilmores, no Happy Gilmores. <laughs> do yeah. not do the Happy Gilmore. You will be banned. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so uh, yeah, this guy. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I, 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 it's he's a, happy a good ending. sport. He's good not sport. good at the sport, but he's a good sport. He's fine at the sport, probably, you know? Yeah. He's a if, casual golfer. Yeah. If you play enough, you can get decent, you know, obviously not professional level, but like, you know, if that's like your main hobby, you can, you know, you improve probably. So it's also, um, I love this detail here in the, in the Instagram post of like them getting it together that the real guy like thought he had been snubbed and he said he was checking his mailbox five times a day because <laughs> he was Aww. like am i invited this year and then they got this dm <laughs> from some weirdo that's like i have your invitation to the masters um, <laughs> he was so. like just about to dial uh <laughs> the head of augusta and like leave a profanity laced uh voicemail when yeah. his instagram yeah. DM as per my last email just wondering <laughs> if you've had a chance to invite me to the masters to compete <laughs> He's on the phone and he's like, you know what? And then his thing, he's like, hang on a second. I don't check. even want to compete in the Masters this year. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. think it's funny that, uh, oh, hang on a second. I'm getting a, um, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still don't understand how it happened. I don't know. Like, they were just like, oh, check the phone book. We don't have his address, I guess. Like, it's very, you know, strange. Check Spokio.com or one of those, like, address <laughs> scraper things. Yeah. Just track his phone. Send it wherever he's going. Let's yeah, see. track his phone. That's right. 
So yeah. uh, best of luck to both Scott Stallings. Oh yeah, there's both. They're both same middle name. I guess we don't know. Uh, Said they have white wives have the same name. But I don't weird. know why that would. They have the same last something. four of their That's social weird. as well. <laughs> That's weird. Maybe those guys living a double life. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, best of luck. Let's do number one. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Folks, uh, we got a fake death on our hands. This uh, this story got sent to me a bunch because it is uh, applicable to both of my podcasts, this one and Lie, Cheat, and Steal, where we cover stuff like this quite a bit. Um, this comes to us from House Speaker Bookmark 19 in the Discord. Three stories from the new House Speaker this week. Lighting Don't know how he found the time. Uh, congrats to him, by the way. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, this uh, this author lady, um, her name is Susan Meachin. She was a indie self published romance writer. Which like, you're just like a you're just horny. Yeah, that's that's, you're, that's like a lot of words to just be like local horny woman. Yeah, you're just writing fanfics at this point, dude. Self published self published romance author. Just someone a sex describer, yeah. a local sex describer. What you have. Hmm is a notebook full of smut. <laughs> That's what you have. Yeah. What you have is which, dirty little stories that you've written. Which, like, hey, good for you. Like, that's a that's awesome. Like, yeah. respect to that. But uh, that is what you're doing. That mm-hmm. is, you're a sex describer. Um, so she, uh, she, she was prolific a few years ago. Um, she's written more than a dozen books with titles like his wicked way and my crush. (laughs) Um, but apparently she, uh, she found a little following, um, online, even though she was like self published and everything. She had a little Facebook group of people who liked her, her dirty stories. And, uh, in, I believe it was 2018. No, it was 2020, I guess. Um, she, her sister logged on and said that she had died. Um, she had committed suicide because of quote bullying in the <laughs> romance uh, like writer community. In the smut community. Yes. Yeah. She said that uh, Meachin's family members blamed bullying from other romance writers. Angry fans harassed other small romance writers, accusing them of effectively killing Susan Meachin. So uh, people in her community were like, "Oh my god, this is so sad." Um, I know that every community online is like a is like a complete disaster and snake pit, but like, what is it about these like like literature communities are completely like deranged? Like, yeah, it's really, I think it, it's it's like people who do that literally do this sort of writing. They like if you're writing romance novels, it's because you fantasize about your own life, so you want about drama. You yeah. want to be Gone Girl or whatever. You want yeah, like, but be but that. like. The, there, but it's always like the most like trifly kind of stuff or the stuff that's like the lead like the, maybe that's maybe that's part of it because like, like the YA stuff is like there's always some oh my do- God, crazy yeah. scandal going on you know anyway sorry I don't mean to, to distract yeah. so what happened next so um <clears throat> yeah so uh she like she had had killed herself but she had this last book that she was working on finishing and publishing and so everybody was like oh my god this is so sad let's work together to get her last book published like people edited it for free there was like a GoFundMe. there was all this stuff um and then uh cut to this week she just came back like (laughs) 
she didn't Surprise, get found bitch. out. Yeah, like. she she didn't get found out <laughs> as faking her death. She just came back and was like, "Well, uh, this is awkward. I didn't know how to do this, but uh, what's up, everyone?" And just she just she just announced her return with posting the "I lived, bitch" uh, meme. The guy <laughs> yeah. in the hospital bed. She basically <clears throat> blamed her family. She was like. My family felt it was what was best to do at the time. Which, to like, fake to my own death? I died? Yeah. Yeah. She also Very does confusing. say, this is really, in that Facebook post, it says that she wrote, let the fun begin, which is yep. what you do if you think you're living in a weird novel and that it's not just going to result in everyone being like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. Like everyone's going to be in a, you know, like it's a murder mystery and be like, well, well, well. Right, so dance, puppets, dance. Yeah, you see, you're (laughs) mad just as I planned. Yeah. Um, the funniest thing was like the the screenshot of it that was going around. Um, it just had one comment on it, and it just said "Welcome back?" Question mark. Pretty funny. (laughs) Um, yeah, people were not super thrilled to see her back. Uh, people were really mad. They had given money to her family and stuff. Uh. And she just, I guess, got bored. She she apparently was posting under a pseudonym the entire time, but I guess wasn't getting enough of a, a following with her pseudonym. So she, you know, because like on this other persona, she had like a whole Facebook group of people who liked her work. And so I guess she was got tired of not having that and uh, came back. So, yeah, I, it is like, I don't know what it is with these internet writing communities where they are like... Every, every community on the internet has someone who's faked their death. Like that is just a fact. Right. That's of the basic. Internet. That's basic stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. standard stuff. <laughs> pro re- internet pro wrestling stuff has had like twelve. Like there have <laughs> been so many. Um, there's a not to spoil, but there's an episode of the uh, great Defector podcast, Normal Gossip, that involves a message board and uh, and this sort of stuff. And it's 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 really just it's a standard move almost. In a weird way. <laughs> yeah, that's the one about it's about like pocket watch collectors or something. Well, yeah, right? I, I didn't want to spoil what. Yeah, oh, but yes. sorry. Yeah, people kept bringing that up when we were talking about this, and like it's there's a really good subreddit called R slash Hobby Drama where people go oh, yeah. and post like. Like, yeah, just stuff like this, but about um, one person on Twitter was talking about the model horse collector community and how there was a fake death in that. It's it's delightful. It's <laughs> yeah. really good. Um, it's a lot of people. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like burning everything down for the weirdest reason you can imagine. <laughs> like it's yeah, there's always like an Etsy store involved. And then they're like, yeah, they got too many orders. So they pretended they drowned. Like that's what. Yeah. Happened. Like it's always it's the a lot of shit. It's a lot of like I got overwhelmed running my Etsy store, so I fake killed myself. Right, and it's like um, this—it's pr- this pressure that like only exists on them. Like nobody in the real world is like I don't like you could have just said like you know it's coming, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. Right, or like refunded people's money or something. Though it's also yeah. like you are dealing with people who are like buying shit from an Etsy store and then being really upset that it doesn't have the logistics of Amazon and being like right, you know, someone being like. Yeah, it turns out me, you know, smithing, it's actually going to take me a couple of years to make, you know, 4,000 custom knives or whatever. And then people are like, this is bullshit and I'm going to sue you. So I don't know. Lose-lose situation. Another another really good one of that that has happened multiple times is um, knitters, like in yarn the yeah. yarn world. There are a lot of fake deaths in in the yes. yarn community, That's another, which I yeah. feel like does have a lot of overlap with the YA 
community as well. I feel like those hobbies go together and I mean, are full of insane people for some reason. Yeah, and in like and what yeah, if you're creating like a stereotype of a busybody, like knitting and romance <laughs> novels are like are, are <laughs> a lot so, of crossover. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, the, so uh, apparently I'm, yeah, I'm on, I'm on this uh, peeking out the window at my neighbor's <laughs> message board and uh, people on there are nuts. I don't know if you know this. A lot of scandals. Mm. So, um, yeah, she said that she attempted suicide and her family members invented this story, um, which is like, you, but it is clear that you are all your family members. Like, you, you run all these accounts. Like, this is not... This is not anyone else. Um, yeah. So I guess she just, she's like, well, you probably have a lot of questions, but <laughs> here I am. Uh, I don't think this went how she expected the it American to go, but people I also. are tired of women. <laughs> That's basically what we're saying by saying romance novels and knitting are, are full of crazy people. We're basically just being yeah. misogynist. Um, sorry. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, like welcome back question mark really sums it up yeah. really sums it up with this woman yeah she's back baby Cause it's very like more horny not, stories not that she's like in the trenches or something you know but like it is one of those like if, if that happened on like twitter or something and somebody just uh, some user just like came back after like faking their own death that would you just be waiting for that bomb to be dropped on them in any kind of back and forth where it's like, hey, remember that time you faked your own death and did <laughs> right. like a, and did like a GoFundMe for your own yeah. funeral or whatever? You know what I mean? That's like, the thing is like this woman took money from people, right? So yeah. it's, it's extremely shady and like yeah, got free work out of it and stuff. But yeah, it does give everyone a uh, immediate comeback that also probably would get the banned of like, why don't you go be- fake your own death but for real, bitch? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just get why are you she still can't here? be like i thought you were dead don't you go F- a- fyod again okay yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm looking for a cool new uh plot development in my latest uh horny story like well maybe your main character could fake their own death on a facebook group just being like <laughs> yeah you'd have to have a lot of replies that were like you know or, or like warnings at the end of posts that are like anyone telling me <laughs> anyone making this recommendation will be ignored so yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's got a lot of balls. Good for her, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's you got. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure where is she back to writing too, or is she just kind of like, hey guys, I'm back. She never stopped. She was writing under a pseudonym when she was. Yeah. Saying that okay, she was dead. I, I missed that. I'm sorry. Okay. Get her out. Very, Get her out. The very yeah, no, romance I think it novel was like, named TN Steel. TN Steel, that is a good romance novel name. Um, but yeah, I think it was that like she wasn't getting enough, enough attention under this other name. Like she thought she could start over and, you know, still have a Facebook fan group or whatever. Sure, sure. But uh, I guess she lost the magic because yeah. TN Steel was not getting a, getting a following. She also so. mentioned that her <laughs> old books did not sell well once this happened. So I don't know if she thought she was going to juice sales with gossip and then mm. turned out people didn't really care. Which is pretty devastating in its own right. Um, TN Steel dark. is a flop and a loser and uh, and <laughs> failure. And uh, yeah, well. Well, speaking of business moves. Should we speaking of plugs? flops and losers, it's plug time. <laughs> what are we up to? <laughs> 
plugs, 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 plugs. Just remembering that I thought we said we were going to record this, so I didn't have to do this every week. But here we are again. <laughs> Patreon.com slash pod. That is the uh, best way to support the show. We appreciate everyone's support. We would welcome more. There's tons of stuff on there. Hundreds of bonus episodes. Uh, live show video. Roadhouse commentary track. Um, Fate of the Furious commentary track. Live show uh, archives, including the Death Nut Challenge. Um, and we do a live stream every month. Um, and, uh, that's what I meant when I said live show archives, live stream archives. Uh, and, um, yeah, so uh, this month we are doing, I believe we said, uh, January 25th. Is that right for the stream at 8 PM Eastern? Uh, Very likely. that's what I have in my calendar. So we're going to say that. Yes, that uh, is right. So yeah, that's yeah, and uh, yeah, we play video games, we goof around, we do stuff like that. So uh, yeah, um, that's how you get in there. If you're a patron, you also get free shipping at our merch store, whatatimepod.bigcartel.com. Um, and if you're at the ten dollar level, you can submit uh, stories in the private Discord channels. So those are all the the benefits. Um, plus, you get to support the show, keep us going, and uh, we appreciate that. All those, all the links to all our socials and stuff are at whatatimepod.com/links. Um, which includes uh, or Twitter, What a Time Pod, Instagram, What a Time Pod, um, YouTube. We're at youtube.com slash at What a Time Pod, and um, What a Time Pod at What a Time Podcast at gmail.com. I think that's all the stuff. Um, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. I guess that's another thing you can do. And uh, I'm Patty Moe on all the stuff. I don't think I have anything to plug, so that's it. I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. It's a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. We will be covering uh, George Santos uh, in an episode we were recording tomorrow. A so three-part episode. <laughs> yeah, keep keep an ear out for that. Uh, it's going to be a doozy. Um, but yeah, we do two free episodes a month uh, for free and then two Patreon-only episodes a month for subscribers. I don't have any stand-up booked at the moment, but if you follow me at Kath Barbadoro on social media, I post my dates there. I also have nothing on the docket for now, but you can follow me too at uh, twitter.com and Instagram, both just my name, Eli Uden, E-L-I-Y-U-D-I-N. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.